welcome to Podcasts Are Wonderful, episode 75. This week we're going to be talking about Hollywood Handbook, episode 88, featuring Neil Campbell, Hayes Davenport, Sean Clements, and Andrew Nye. But first we're going to be talking to my guests. I'm not sure if you'll ever have heard of my first guest, but she is a doctor and scientist. Uh, please welcome to the show, Dana Scully. Hello, people. So what would you say is your area of expertise, Dana? Well, I was a medical doctor. I like knew a lot about like bodies and um, what happens to them. But then I was like, screw this. I want to like change the world. And I um, was in the FBI working on the X-Files. And I used, you know, like my extensive knowledge in science to understand some really crazy stuff. What is an X-File? Were you like... Solving cold cases. That's my favorite show on TV. I love cold cases. First of all, cold cases, um, a really great show. It always makes me cry. But <laughs> as far as X-Files go, um, they're basically just like these cases that no one can figure out because there's like a weird paranormal aspect to it. Or, you know, it's basically where my partner Mulder will say, you know, everything comes from aliens. But me, I like to view things through the lens of science. Um, so yeah, just like sometimes like once this person got killed and guess what? No one was around. Uh, was it a ghost? Was it an alien? That's what I want to know. Did you find out? What was it? It was like what usually happens with these cases is Mulder will say it was this kind of alien from this tribe in this year. And I'll say, that's crazy, but look at this science on this body. We should investigate this more. Um, so then I investigated a lot, and then I do a little write-up where I say, there are a lot of questions that are still unanswered about this case, but like I still think science prevails. So that's really how it usually goes down. So are aliens real? <laughs> oh, oh. Albert, this shut up. I'll get to you, okay? I'm talking to a scientist here. I had a scientist on the show. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you know this guy? He invented the atom bomb. He's the biggest murderer in the friggin' world. Albert Einstein. Welcome to the show, Albert. I'm sorry to say that. That was mean. That was mean. Okay. Uh, A lot of people don't know this. Albert Einstein has been living in my basement (laughs) for three months. Does he pay rent? No. Does he clean up after himself? No. I'll make him take care of my poop. What? I make him take care of my poop. That's disgusting. This is his sense of humor, by the way. He does not have the bit, the best sense of humor. Bit sense of humor? I don't Ooh. like humor, Greg. Oh my god, it's constant with this guy. He invented the atom bomb. Tell him about the atom bomb. The atom bomb? Yeah, tell him you about. You said atom bomb. <laughs> oh, right. oh my god, okay. you're gonna be. I'm gonna. This is the night that I kick you out for real. <laughs> the atom bomb is well. I kind of just copied off someone else's notes. Someone else? Wow. So someone else invented the atom bomb, but you took credit for it? Yes. What was your big, what was that big was, equation that, you did that everybody loves? MC Triangled. I'm not asking about your rap name. <laughs> I want to know about this MC equation. MC squared. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, I believe it was E equals MC squared. Oh. But like, Pretty much that, yeah. yeah. Well, I the one that made it, okay? Right, yeah. 
So what does that mean, by the way? How, how come we got the atom bomb out of that? Uh, what does E stand e for? E is energy. What does M stand for? Mass. What does C stand for? Cat. <laughs> e, energy mass equals times... mass times cat squared. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was taught. Yeah. That I'm makes a, sense. I'm a big Okay. Fan. That makes sense. Fine. You're right there. You got that. I, I was but how did that become atom bombs? That's the other part. Uh, we put the juice that came from that. that <laughs> we, mi- we mixed up uh, antimatter because we couldn't find anything named matter with cats and in a giant blender. And so... <laughs> Isn't matter like literally all around us? Like, yes, everything but we couldn't be like, oh, this uh, table is now just matter, not table. So we got <laughs> antimatter because then matter in the name. Okay, I I can't pretend to understand all this science right, mumbo jumbo. Okay. Right, you two are scientists. I mean, right. yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to uh, you know swallow, and don't be intimidated. You know, it's like okay, not everyone's has like brains like we do, so yeah. like don't feel bad. Yeah, it's there's a smart the the nerds, eh, and then there's Greggy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. No, uh, then, there's dumb, and then there's Greggy. Okay, thank you. I'm not dumb. He just said so. Uh, well, tell the people about your hair because you have wild hair. You keep pulling at it. Uh, well, when I was making this, I kind of got gap. <laughs> I kind got some of the stuff on my head, and so. <laughs> okay, and it made it go crazy. Yeah, it has like a mind of its own. All right, so we talked to you. Whatever, you're out of it now. Okay. <laughs> Shut up for a while, Albert. Uh, Shut so, does not go up. Oh my god! He, and here's the other annoying thing. Okay, before the show, he keeps telling my guests that "shut don't go up," and then they keep saying it on the show because they learned it from him. It's oh, really annoying. Shut don't go up. Shut don't go up. Apparently, that's his doesn't new doesn't not don't. Well, w- when you say it, usually it's shut. I don't, don't go say up. don't. You do. Did I just say You wrote it on a chalkboard in the other room, along with your other equations. That's your equation. Shut don't go up. Shut <laughs> equals don't go up. <laughs> I mean, makes sense. Are you confused by that? Yes. It makes sense. It's right. It's correct. But still, it's annoying when he keeps saying it over and over again. Well, I have to help you with the grammar. Oh. Because, like, right. Einstein, like, I mean, as far as I can tell, not only do you know, like, a lot about science, but also, like, science of words, you know? Yes. So, Dana, yes. let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I started I talking I, without an idea of what I was going to say. I thought at first you were asking about my hair, and I was like, that's crazy. I mean, it's just kind of like a bob. I'm, I have, like, a redhead, you know? It's just kind of yeah, a Yeah, you've got great hair. Thank you. Um, thanks. It's, it's like, one of my defining features, I think. Uh, people always say, like, hey, that's that female FBI girl with the hair. And I'm like, that's me. So. Is that all you want to be notified as? Honestly, I would love to be notified as other things as well. You I know. Meant- <laughs> Um, associated with like the name you want to be associated with. I was trying to think of words, but words do not do good with me. It's okay. I mean, you you just have so much in your brain, and like I understand that because I'm also very very smart. But um, oh I think I'd also like to 
be known for my fashion. Um, you know, my pantsuits are uh, very nice, especially for my very small body. I like the way they make me look larger, like large and in charge, you know? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's another thing. Also, like, probably just like trying to uncover the truths about like the evil, evil government and um, the old white men that control uh, what the public sees and understands about the world. That's, but that's like a minor thing. You know? <laughs> but mostly it's the fashion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we'll get to all that evil government stuff, but the power suits that ladies wear always have those big shoulder pads and stuff. It makes them look like kind of a rectangle. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, <laughs> I don't know what the question I was going to ask about <laughs> that, but uh, is there, is there, oh my God. Okay. I'm going to cut that whole part off. <laughs> I can't think of anywhere to go from there. Okay. <laughs> so tell me about some of these conspiracies with the government. Uh, you know, Obama, like ever heard of him? I have heard of him. Okay. He's like that uh, first African-American president dude, right? <laughs> yeah, he's yes. the first American one. It's like crazy that we've gotten away with like breaking that rule for so long. So like Obama and I were kind of tight a little bit. You know, he doesn't want it to be in the public, but we're friends. And he pulled me aside one day and he was like, hey, Dana, if that, if that big bad guy, you know, Donald Trump, if he, if he wins – you got to make sure, um, you know, that he doesn't do any of the bad stuff and that if he does bad stuff, you tell all the people. So that's like kind of my mission right now, if that happens. Your mission is to stop Donald Trump from being elected? Yeah. And I mean, well, mostly like if he is elected, I know that he'll like have many secrets and he will probably sit in rooms with um, very important men but like people that no one knows and they're gonna like talk about how you know maybe we could become friends with the alien race and use that to you know like control the people stuff like that you know just kind of like mm-hmm. i want to make sure it doesn't happen so in a way obama is kind of setting you up to blackmail donald trump indeed yes and i am very attractive so i will be using that if i need <laughs> to I man, I knew that Donald Trump was bad with his small one of a million dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, Albert, hmm? you're driving me crazy. <laughs> it is so hard to have a roommate. Okay, sometimes they get under your skin, and every little thing they do Wait, just you drives me crazy. Want me to get underneath your skin, Albert, shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> Well, then, I know you can uh, language. Well, let's let's hear one of your favorite swear words. What's your favorite swear word, Albert? Flubberneckins. Ugh. Come on, real one. Um. Here, this is the problem. He doesn't actually know them. I don't. He doesn't know what any of the swear words are. I try to talk him into saying them. Even if he hears me say them, he can't do it. Because he just doesn't, I won't, I won't, he hasn't heard any of them. I won't do it because, like... You only do when you're angry, and I'm, like, not angry right now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, like, I mean, as I've heard, Albert's just, like, notoriously polite, you know? Yeah. He just, like, doesn't want to cross any boundaries, which I, like, really respect, you know? Well, you hear that, and, and but... I'm just, like, we're on a higher level than you. We're smarter, nicer than you. <laughs> oh. we, don't need, we don't need curse words, you know? Yeah. It's just, yeah. We oh, don't man. need it. We, if we get angry, we say, you know, like, chemistry, like... <laughs> And that's good. <laughs> yeah. 
We just <laughs> that really gets the anger out. We just oh, yeah. go. Have you tried it? Like, uh, no, I can't pronounce what? that word. <laughs> <laughs> what I do is I just go research on something that's explosive and blow it up. <laughs> well, yeah, you murder more people. You invent another bomb. What's your next big it. bomb? Um, the adhesive bomb. The adhesive bomb? It sticks to people? Like, it won't really be a bomb. Uh-huh. We call it adhesive, but really just like sucks in things and they won't be able to go out. So it's more oh, like, like a black it, hole? Yeah, it's more like it implodes instead of explodes. Well, that's next level. Yeah. That would be like so annoying to deal with, which means it's like a very <laughs> good weapon. <laughs> I don't know. Just putting it out there. I do. No, have that's a, a good point. <laughs> like, have you ever been shot by a gun? That is, I that have. will ruin your whole week. Oh, so. Oh, wait, you're an FBI agent. Have yeah. you ever been shot by a gun? Oh, God. I have been shot. I have been quote unquote abducted. You know, I'm not going to say yes or no, but I've had a whole lot of things happen to my bod. And um, <laughs> it's just like not very enjoyable, but it does remind me that like I'm alive, you know? Like That's when you see your life flash before your eyes, you realize that you are in that moment alive. How about you, I Albert? Have, have you ever a... been abducted by an alien, Albert? No. No. Um, have you ever been shot by a mouse? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I kept that like very secret, and I don't know how that got out. <laughs> well, did like... you know this mouse? Did Did you plan this? <laughs> did you plant this mouse? Yes. Are you in on all these government conspiracies, Albert? Donald, they know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, I thought you were one of the good ones. Oh, this guy is a, tr- a I'm total a sci- troll. I'm a scientist, all right? Well, he's I a scientist, yes. But he's also a troll. He's constantly troll? sticking his tongue out at me constantly. It re- it's really annoying. And that's, that's a, I mean, as far as I've seen, it's quite the taunt. Um, <laughs> quite an image to have in your face all the time. He's the Gene Simmons of science. Gene's. Oh, and I love rock and roll. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. Well, I, I was going to have you two scientists on to talk about like TED Talks and stuff like two that. TED Talks? Well, and the, here's another thing. This jerk did not actually listen to the podcast like he was supposed to. He had one one job. It's the headphones scare me too much. I haven't used them. Why do headphones scare you? Well, they're technology. <laughs> the only technology I had was the, the light bulb. The light bulb. Yeah. You uh, hate technology? Yes, I do, actually. I'm, you invented stuff, though, so, I mean. I invented. Well, you were more of a physicist. I'll yeah. give you that. It's like. I did more steampunk. <laughs> I did more of that. <laughs> wow, you, you think science is a life and matter? <laughs> Those were my I'm kind sorry, of inventions. <laughs> so you laugh at the Oh my god, I love steampunk stuff so much though. That is where so, we do get along. So uh when someone points at a gun in your face you're surprised, you start laughing? No, I'm like Come back to me when you got some gears glued to that thing. I love steampunk. I like those like goggles um, yes. that it happens in steampunk. A lot. Yeah, I like when guys are dressed really fancy and they have like uh, twirly mustaches, and then they also I already said gears glued onto them, so I can't like, say that. Like dirty kind of. Yeah, um, they're kind of dirty. Yeah, like I like vests, but vests that are dirty. 
that's like my thing. Oily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, leather arm guards and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's also just like smart. Like I feel like it would protect you um, from your environment. You know, if anything goes down, you just you you you're you know you have like pretty much armor, but like stylish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anything ever happened to me, if any shit ever went down around me, Whoa, I would not have you? any goggles to wear at all. Okay. Whereas these guys have a pair they're wearing, and then also a pair um, affixed to their top hat, so they would be. Yes, we're both wearing top hats. <laughs> I'm not yeah. wearing a top hat. No. You are because you're so into yeah. steampunk. You said I, you both, I shouldn't have been so that. surprised. How you into said you, you are both. Of what you're wearing. You said you both are wearing goggles. No, I'm so saying they've got two are. pair because they've got one pair on and one pair on. They who's hat. they? Me and the steampunk guy. My imaginary steampunk guy. I was talking about. Steampunk guys like notorious later lady killers. Like um, I want a steampunk guy came up to me and. I was trying to like maintain mm-hmm. a professional like vibe because I was interviewing him about a case, but like I, I just couldn't help myself, you know. Um, we had a wild, wild night uh, back in the day. So just if you're if you're ever like looking for ladies, I feel like just change your fashion, become a part of a subculture, and you're good. I mean, that's my experience. Oh, you said that. Steampunk guys are lady killers. By wild, do you mean that you got murdered or someone else got murdered? He did end up having been, the, he was the one who murdered the woman I was looking for, um, which was unfortunate. But we had fun before I fi- figured that out. So, <laughs> yeah. And did you arrest him or did he, was he like sucked up by the aliens before you could get to him? Oh yeah, um, he was disposed of. That's all I could say. Oh, okay. <laughs> we all know who means that he was getting a lie popping sent out in the car. Yep. We know that? <laughs> yeah. So, Albert Einstein, a lot of people think you're dead, uh, but actually, you're just living in my basement. What happened there? I mean, there was a lot of years where you weren't living in my basement. You've only been there three months, so well, what happened? I... You were so depressed about inventing the atom um, bomb that you... Uh, had to lay low for a while and cry? Um, no. <laughs> I, one of my steampunk inventions, I was just messing around with the gears and I accidentally uh, fell into my machine and... You had invented a time machine by accident? No, I... Your eyes just got wide. <laughs> I made a machine that made me fall asleep but didn't age, I guess. Oh, okay. Like a, like a stasis machine. <laughs> yes. Wow. So have you ever thought about maybe like marketing that, like reproducing it? No. I have a question. Yeah. So like if you were asleep for so long, uh, do you remember any of the dreams you had? Like I'm sure you probably had some really crazy weird dreams. Well, I had a dream where I took a penny and all of a sudden my nose grew super large and I shoved the penny up my nose. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And then my nose shrunk and it hurt like crazy because the pinky, the penny was just right there and. Oh, suddenly you had a tiny nose, but a big penny in there. Yeah, and it like cut my skin on my nose. So it looked like it was erupting out of my nose. Ouch. That's a crazy dream. Yes. <laughs> uh, did you dream about me at all, big boy? Whoa! <laughs> Where did this come from? Oh. All right, I hate Did you. you. I forgot about that. 
Did you just call me fat, big boy? <laughs> he has put on a little bit of weight. That was a side effect of his machine. It made him. <laughs> he's fat Albert Einstein now. Fat Albert. <laughs> I'm fat Albert Einstein. <laughs> I would be so mad if that happened to me. If I slept for years and didn't do anything and then finally woke up, I would want to be like super skinny and like have the hottest bod. And like if I did, then it's just like, what was it all for? If I end up being fat, <laughs> I would probably cry. And like, what happened? How did I get fat? Yeah. Like- <laughs> I didn't eat anything. <laughs> I was literally deprived of food, the source of fat. I don't know how your machine works. <laughs> I'm not a scientist here. Maybe you put ears inside of me. I put what inside of you? Maybe I. Is it? Maybe it put machine and gears in, inside no. of me. You're the ultimate steampunk now. Oh my god, like a Wolverine steampunk? Like you have stuff in you? Like met- metallic and... <laughs> met- met- well, he extends metallic. his claws and it's just a bunch of like uh, gears. gears and stuff. That would be freaking cool. It would be. Although Wolverine's claws are kind of like the ultimate of uh, like an umbrella with a sword um, inside of it. Yeah. What? <laughs> Not many people like- know, but Wolverine's like a pioneer of the steampunk spirit. <laughs> I have a question for Albert Einstein. Yeah. Um, do you have any like new inventions you're working on right now? Well, I have been taking stuff from your freezer, Greg. Uh-huh. Do you not imagine? Yeah, all my food. Yeah. I'm that starving. <laughs> I'm starving. You're fat as can be. Well, I'm only taking a tiny bit of food. I mean, you must be, like, really fat. To like, take <laughs> one TV dinner, uh, like, t- three days, and then you are starving every three days. To take well, food. I bought that food for me. It wasn't for you. What about your kids? I hear them when I'm under. Yeah, they can eat sometimes. <laughs> well then. Anyway, what were you saying? You you took uh, food from the freezer. And I also took gears from the freezer. You stole <laughs> your computer, your laptop. Uh huh. And I've been making a gun. <laughs> a new kind of gun. Yes. <laughs> or you've just been building a normal old gun. No, I've been making a new gun. Well, I guess it would have to be with. It includes food as one of the... No, it's not food. I just kick food to eat. Oh, okay. Like, do you not think that I had bodily functions? Like, what do you think I am? A cyborg? <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> okay. Do you have enemies that you, like, need to use the gun against? <laughs> no, yeah, I just, I'm going to take over his house soon. Because <laughs> I need some place to live. And I don't want to be crouched down in his crawl space forever. Well, come on. I'm letting you live with me. Isn't that nice enough? No, you Why said, do you have to be the boss? You said you're going to kick me out, so. Well, I am going to kick you out, especially now that I know that you're venting a gun so that you can take over no, my I house have, by force. I, it's already, <laughs> I already have one, but just a prototype. I mean, like, I could test it on you if time comes. Why are you, like, Harry Pottering Albert Einstein, though? <laughs> like, that's rude. Did you learn mm-hmm. nothing from the books and movies? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that's true. I haven't been the nicest host. I'll admit that. Uh, well, he did start off sleeping in the bathtub, and that was okay for a little while. But he kept annoying me, 
and he kept sticking his tongue out at me. Mm. And he used all my hair gel on his crazy hair. So I kicked I'm him down to, to the crawl now. space. And he kept eyeing my wife. Uh-oh. Admitted Albert. Albert. And she was eyeing him back. So I had to kick him to the basement, <laughs> to the crawl space. I mean, who <sighs> can blame her, honestly? I mean, <laughs> he literally kicked me into the crawl space. My yes. skin still hurts. I said, <laughs> I said, hey, Albert, stand right here for a second. No, you got me bent down trying <laughs> yeah. to hold my, in my stomach. I was like, look down there, look down there. No, I was trying to hold in my stomach from puking because you kept punching me to get me out the tub. <laughs> you dragged me over to the crawl space and oh, come on. kicked me. In. We don't want, we don't have to go into all these sort of details. <laughs> I'm just saying, so the cops can know when I well, file, you're I can confessing know. it to an FBI agent yeah. right now. Oh yes, uh, he assaulted me. Hey, uh, Greggy, as a woman of the law, the FBI, um, I'm gonna have to tell you, stop that. Uh, don't do it. So okay, it is done. <laughs> I'll stop bullying Albert Einstein. Thank you, sir. Maybe we can be friends, and then you won't have to invent a gun anymore. <laughs> um, I have a question for you, ma'am. Uh, are you the law? The I'm law? A- I the law? I are thought you-, you said, are you a wall at first? <laughs> <laughs> are you the law? Um, you know, I'm a part of the law. Um, I think every day when I go out into the world, I am representing the law with my very stern looks at um, strangers. Um, But the law is so much more complex than one person. But I I do like, I am very intimidating. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm very scary. Oh, for sure. Don't want to mess with me. Oh. And Albert Einstein was very rude. He didn't ask you if you've been, been inventing anything lately, Dana. Oh, me? Um, I've been inventing, um, really, it's really like a mindset. I've been inventing uh, how to not have abandonment issues. I made a board that has all of the important people in my life. And um, I'm just making, making sure to every day look at the board and say, they will not leave. They will not leave. I will not be alone. They will not leave. So it's really invention of the mind. It's an innovation of the mind, really. So that's what I'm working on right now. So it's what, kind of like a se- the secret kind of thing. What would you do if they did le- try to leave? And have any of them tried to leave since you started the board? Yes. Many of them have tried to leave, thus reinforcing my abandonment issues. Um, but what I do when they do that is I they go down into the lab. And, um, you know, because I'm a scientist, I mix up lots of chemicals. They explode in my face a little bit. And then I take them and then I just like set them on the person's table. So when they get home, they say, ooh, is this a refreshing drink? And then they drink it. And let's just say it's not a refreshing drink. So when the chemicals explode in your face and knock your hair back, then does your hair look like Albert's over here? It does. And I honestly kind of love the look, but I don't want to take it. You know, like that's your thing, Albert. And I love it. Live your truth. Um, and I'm just going to try and live mine. But I do really like how it looks. No one can be as crazy as mine. No, no one. I'm all- and I have seen Albert doing some experiments uh, down in the basement, down in the crawl space. And a lot of times chemicals explode in his face. Uh, but when it knocks his hair back, because his hair was already crazy, it makes it into a, a scully bob, actually. 
my yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, that's the law of a hair gravity. Um, that, that's like a very known, well-known uh, science principle. Um, and I'm glad that you got to witness it, though. You know, you can like understand it more. It's, it's, you know, two negatives make, a, you know, a, a Dana Scully bob. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Finally, you're now dumb, not Greggy. Because <laughs> you, you now, you now understand the law of hair gravity, so... Wow. If I learn one more new thing, maybe I could be normal someday. (laughs) No. Below average? No. Oh, Albert, you're mean. I mean, you have to be mean to be successful in science. That's what I've learned. You, you You can't, like, let people push you around. You have to do the pushing so you can get your science facts, like, out into the world. True. And then also, people. I, I'm kind of giving Albert the benefit of the doubt because he's just giving me tough love. He's just telling me what he thinks. He's saying it like it is. And I respect that. And uh, how she said that you have to push your way around. People won't just give you high, costly chemicals to make atom bombs. I mean, that takes money and hard work. So where did you get the money for your atom bombs and stuff? I stole it. You just stole it, yeah, like you did my gears from my fridge and my computer, which hasn't been running right, let me I, just say. I'm surprised that your uh, um, fridge and everything you have, actually, is made of gears and not <laughs> this new technology. Yeah, that is the weird part. But you're the one that said that you took it, so. Well, I know, that's why I'm, I know. <laughs> I do have all clockwork appliances in my house. I mean, that's like cool vintage, you know, like that's like hot now. So I get it. Plus it was cheaper. That <laughs> way, so <laughs> I'm like, I'm happy with Greg because he's full on steampunk. He's like our steampunk god because he just <laughs> completely full out steampunk. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> you could be above Albert Einstein and be steampunk god. <laughs> Instead of just normal. No, when, I, when you I die, can never. When you die, your your gravestone or whatever is going to say like steampunk god. Um, I hope you are okay with that because I'm going to oversee that. Let's <laughs> make sure I'm going to live longer than you. But you know, I really hope my gravestone says R.I.P. because I do not want to be living my whole afterlife not being in peace. Oh, but violence is fun. <laughs> Don't you agree? Albert, don't you get you? You agree, right? Violence yeah. is just so. Violence cool. is like awesome. I mean, like, do you even play Call of Duty? Yeah. <laughs> what? I wake up in the morning. I play Call of Duty, and I am ready for my day. I wake up in the. Don't morning even talk to I... me in the morning until I played my Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> wake up in the morning and I play my Call of Duty. Okay, you're not allowed to sing Kesha songs. <laughs> Okay, anyway, is there anything else you guys wanted to get to before we talk about the podcast? I don't know. I mean, I think we've covered it all, honestly. Steampunk, Call of Duty, conspiracy theories. (laughs) And we can get into more of this stuff. And also Kesha. And also poor Kesha. I know. Anyway, (laughs) okay, so we'll be right back to talk about the podcast. Can I go get a drink? Hi I am a robot lady from the future. 
I am a different robot than the one who is on here on other weeks. I have come back to prevent Rebecca Bullness from being on podcasts are wonderful. In the distant future the virusoid overlord Quarantino has infected the world with malware minions even in the meat space outside of the internet, and only one woman can save us, Rebecca Bullness. However, she has given up on being a antivirus badass because of embarrassment from being on a mediocre podcast one time. My mission is to stop her from being on podcasts are wonderful, let people know about her very funny tweets at Almond Milk Hotel on Twitter, and save the world. Also while I am in the past I am going to do a lot of sports betting so my robot children can have trillions of neo credits. Going to put it all down on the cubbies. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Maybe I should just pick it up where we're kind of the next thing in the notes. Yeah, no, I probably went too far with the whole. It's fine. It was funny. I uh, yeah, the concept is funny, but in practice, it was. I mean, it just goes back to McCarthyism. You know, it's mm. it's funny to actually angry, and Melissa McCarthy does it all the time. Soccer. People love it around the world. But what is it? It's kicking only. We know that. And they have it in Spain, Germany, uh, and all these other places. Go! Let me go! Let me go! Why does it say zero, one, two? Um, Like one, two, three? I don't know. Some nerd shit. (laughs) So this week... Shut up. Let me do this part. This week, Dana Scully, Albert Einstein, and I listened to Hollywood Handbook, episode 88, featuring Neil Campbell, Hayes Davenport, Sean Clements, and Andrew Nye. And Hollywood Handbook is a show where Hayes and Sean uh, tell you all about how to make it in Hollywood. And if you take notes, then you will be a big Hollywood star, just like them. Uh, Are you an Anglophile, Albert Einstein? Anglophile? Yeah, what's your favorite England thing? (laughs) Um, I didn't know this question. Uh, my favorite England thing. What's in America that's from England? Um, the language. We modified it a lot. Sounds uh, so much different. Um, I don't know. What's your favorite England thing? Well, definitely tea. Tea? <laughs> You're a big tea drinker? No, it's just... That's just your favorite. (laughs) So your favorite thing is tea, but you don't like tea that much. So you don't really think that much about English people, do you? Well, most of my stuff is either made in China or America. Okay. We don't have time to get into your whole globalism rants. (laughs) How about you? uh, How about you, Dana? Are you an Anglophile? Well, I really am. And I was going to say tea because after like a long day, I do like to sit back and just like drink tea and my problems just disappear. But besides tea, I really like how um, all English men or rather boys, because they all kind of look like boys, um, they're quite pale and look on the brink of death. And I, you know, I'm into that. I like it. I like their cheekbones. I like how they kind of like heroin chic, you know, uh, train spotting. Oh, yes. 
Um, I like that because I want to save them. So that's my favorite thing about England. Mm-hmm. Like and just peel. the accents. Oh, my God. Just oh, I could listen to it all day. My favorite is the queen. What a babe. Oh, God. <laughs> well, if really I like swung the other way, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm just so attracted to power, you know? It's oh, like, it. whoa. Her and Hillary Clinton, those are my two things. <laughs> My number one and two right now. Wait, what about your wife? Like? Angela Merkel? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my wife is in charge around the house, so she's so hot to me. I bet um, she's got a lot of pantsuits. Just oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even her shirts are made of pantsuits. Pants? Yeah, I don't know how she does it. Wait, what? So, Albert, yeah. what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever gotten stuck in a shampoo bottle? I know squeaking too. Okay. Did you listen to this part? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what do they call in England? (laughs) I don't remember what they said. Jubblies or something like that? (laughs) Definitely not my jubblies. Okay. Well, what was it then? Um. The keys to the house and then you were locked outside uh, because you couldn't get in because your keys were in the shampoo bottle. Or maybe you've never gotten anything stuck in a shampoo bottle yeah, before. Be- I think that's a pretty because, common occurrence. Yeah, because uh, I don't have much. Oh, yeah. I've never actually had a shampoo bottle. Because your hair's a mess. Well, yeah. And also, we didn't have shampoo in my time. <laughs> okay. What year was shampoo invented? <laughs> um, 2005. Huh. I didn't know that. That recently, huh? Wow, that's amazing. How about you, Dana? Anything ever get stuck in a shampoo bottle before? Oh, um, you know, like my dignity. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I remember back when shampoo was invented back in 2005. Oh, those were the days. Uh, those were the good old days. Well, the oh, bottles were so new, it was like, of course, you wanted to play around with it. You wanted to experiment a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and the tech wasn't 100% there yet, so it was easy to, you know, have a mishap. And <laughs> What kind of tech are we talking about here? Uh, this was 2005, so I was an adult at this point anyway. Of course, I'm 65 years old. Don't let you don't have to tell me, Albert. Uh, so I, I'm older than you. Well, yeah, I didn't have the benefit of sleeping in a machine that I invented. I feel so energized after all that sleep you got. I bet. Oh, I just remembered. I got my boobs stuck in a shampoo bottle once. Okay. <laughs> this is uh, Oh, my weird. God. That is so embarrassing. So but, embarrassing. Hey, I can't, I'm not going to lie. The same thing happened to me. That was where my story was headed. I didn't get there. <laughs> but... Uh, well, you do have man boobs. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, Albert. <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Okay. Who's Matthew? You said, uh, okay, yeah, Matthew. You're saying all right. Never mind. All right. Um, all right. <laughs> this is from a guy named PewDiePie. It's a what? Nothing. Okay. What if it Thank was you. indeed, indeed, indeed? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. I like uh, it. <laughs> Copyright. 
Dana, what does your keep calm shirt say? Oh, God. Which one? (laughs) (laughs) Keep calm and science on. And science on? Yes. That's what yours says over it? I have one of those. I also have keep calm and fave my tweet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's been working, but um, I I, I do stand by it. And you don't want to be too pushy. You don't want to say retweet my tweet because, you know, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. People have hangups about what they want to retweet. But, but... I understand your brand, you know, like mm-hmm. you need to do what you have to do. My brand is monkey. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but who cares about phase? Just but People just give out phase. Who cares? Yeah. You got to get that job of coffee. That's my brand. That's what mine says. It says, keep calm and I got to get my Java coffee brand. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Keep calm and play Call of Duty. Okay, this part part really confused me. So, Albert, um, what did Hayes and Sean mean about other uses for a mattress? Because I didn't get that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's all about the science. Uh, uh, Dana, you were saying that you were like a doctor and you worked with bodies. Uh, how will you tell us? <laughs> oh. oh, no, 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 no. I get it. Okay. So it's for autopsies and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I don't always have like the, one of those table things that you know we put the bodies on. Um, you don't always have it. Sometimes they're all used up and you know what? The body may be dead, but like, why not let it be comfortable? (laughs) Just get a Casper mattress. It'll come in in a box the size of a mini fridge. No problem. You can pop it open. You can live in it. Or like Lisa. I don't know about you guys, but Lisa. Yeah, I do love Lisa because they've got that whole charity angle and that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that they're like the Warby Parker uh, or Tom's Shoes mattresses. (laughs) That's what I've heard. I think every time anyone decides to use that business model, you have to tack that onto the end of the uh, of the yeah. description of how how it works. Uh, so you know when you're older, <laughs> you know you're no, I get it. Autopsies, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. When you want to cut up a body, you put it on the mattress. It's got that um that rubber foam or whatever, so the blood's gonna like just sluice right off. Yeah, no problem. Totally blood. Okay. And like as scientists though, like we love blood. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're just like, like we, cool, nice. Yeah. We don't use rubber <laughs> plate, you use blood. So if you saw okay, if you saw a puddle of blood, what would be your first reaction, Dana? Science. It would be I would honestly have to um stop myself from jumping in it and splashing around. <laughs> um because that's my first instinct, you know, just like give me that blood. Um Which one to drink it? Yeah, just a little bit. I mean I'm curious because I know what my blood tastes like, but what about other people? Is there a, is there a flavor to it? Um do we got some paprika action? I don't know. Um, Does it taste like ice cream? Like Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Um I would love blood that would taste like cake batter ice cream. That's cool. I love that. So that's really what happens to me, my first reaction. As an FBI agent, though, like my second, or uh, if I'm being honest, my fifth reaction is, where'd the blood come from? (laughs) What's your second, third, fourth? No, we don't have to. (laughs) Uh, But guys, don't call me lame or anything, but I kind of would prefer if blood tasted like vanilla. Oh, 
I know. Sorry. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't want blood either taste like beef jerky or bacon. <laughs> okay. That would be weird. You want to drink that? Yeah. I'll drink it. I'll All right. Slurp it up. <laughs> I mean, like, bacon is all science. It's like we worship that. <laughs> okay, science. Reddit, shut up. No, you know uh, they're putting bacon, they're making bacon ice cream now. Like, bacon, oh, I love bacon. Bacon's like, uh, just it's like pizza. I love bacon and pizza and just, like, PBR and hanging out with my bros, you know? <laughs> I do know. Yeah. Uh, what subject are you most passionate about, Dana? Um... Uh, you know, the truth, the subject of the truth. Um, it's the hardest subject I've ever had to learn about because <laughs> there are many different sides of the truth and some people's truth is a lie and maybe your truth is also a lie, but how do you know? And oh, this that is, is so deep. What I'm, exactly. Um, you know, this is what I'm really trying to figure out. It's my big, it's my big project. You know, mm-hmm. for me and for the world, but like a lot for me too. You know, like 2016 knew me. So I kind of think mine is uh, video game trivia. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I care about. Uh, I want to know everything there is about Mario, Sonic the Hedgehog, Pokemon, Halo, um, Call of Duty. Called, well, I don't like that game. Whoa, Greggy. <laughs> Minecraft. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what are other video games? Never mind. I don't have to list video games all day. Um, but that is what I have d- dedicated my life to, and that is the subject that I feel the most passionate about. My subject is a small one of a million dollars. Yeah, because you bring it up constantly. <laughs> <laughs> you just thought I'd put that letter in. Um, I have a really good video game that you should maybe look into. Okay. Um, it's called Mary Kate and Ashley's Sweet 16. <laughs> Mary, what? Mary Kate and Ashley's Sweet 16. And um, you're just, you're basically, you're doing a lot of activities. <laughs> Mary Jane? Mary Kate and Ashley, Sweet 16. Yeah. You know, from like Fuller House, except they're not on that show. Yeah. The two that were snubbed for Fuller House, or they snubbed them. I don't know which one it is. What does snub mean? Snub is like, they wanted them to be on it, but then they... But then they said no, or the other way around, one or the other way. Will we ever I'm know? Not clear about well, it. Oh, it's a we said what kind of activity? Oh, you know, you know sweet we, sixteen stuff. Yeah, figuring out like what dress, and um, you know, we're driving around the city in a convertible, uh, listening to the pop jams. Uh, that's really what goes on in that video game. It's really good. Okay, this sounds amazing, so I have to write this down. I have to remember this. Okay, and Ashley Sweet 16. And that is going to be my new video game that I learned everything about. Um, Albert, have you ever taken a joke too far? Oh, not really. No? Okay, there's a no. Uh, Dana, what kind of music gets you very excited? What about asking her what kind of... Is she? Well, if you don't have a story for it, then it's not great. I guess if I asked her, then maybe you could think about it while. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Do you want that one or should we uh, move on? I mean, I got one for music. Okay, great. What kind of music gets you very excited, Dana? EDM. 
Um, I love drops, dubstep, remixes, um, spring breaker <laughs> kind of music. It just really makes me pumped. Um, I don't do ecstasy, but it makes me feel like I'm doing ecstasy, which is cool. And I, I really want to see that Zac Efron movie. Um, I really love just like dancing till the night is gone. <laughs> and that you know? is 100% Albert. He is constantly blasting that movie from the basement. What movie? Well, uh, Spring Breakers, but also the music. I meant to say music, actually. But he also does constantly watch Spring Breakers. I think of... Mostly for the nudity. Admit what? it, Albert. There's a lot <laughs> Admit of... Admit it. I don't even know what... It's for the nudity. Admit it. I didn't know what this movie was. <laughs> I saw that movie with a male friend of mine in the theaters, and I gave him a look. I was like, mm, I know. I know. We get it. There are boobs. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Calm down. And yeah, I watched scared. that movie with my wife. Uh, I'd heard it was good, <laughs> so I watched it, and I felt awful afterwards. Like, I it, it was fine. It was a fine movie, but um, I felt like a pervert. <laughs> yeah, I I really liked though um, when extreme violence was happening to a slow Britney Spears song. <laughs> um, that really got me going. I was like, yeah, this is kind of my vibe a little bit. Yeah, that part was cool. Yeah. What was your favorite part of Spring Break, Albert? <laughs> Besides the boobs. <laughs> was it the James Franco is a riffraff type character? I know you like riffraff a lot. Who's Jim Frano? Franco? Well, you can't even pretend you don't know who riffraff is. <laughs> <laughs> who is riffraff? I don't know. Well, you know, Butterscotch Boss. Who's Butterscotch Boss? <laughs> he has like an Alaskan husky that he likes to vine. Right, yeah. What, what do you mean by vine? <laughs> I really... Oh, I you're so old, Albert. You gotta get with youth culture. <laughs> I really don't know. Uh, vine is that, that oh. website where they... You know what Vine is. Don't pretend. Oh, I thought you meant like something else. Okay. Anyway. So, like you guys are old and you guys don't really seem to like to do, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, like, that's, that's my take on such adults. a burn. That's wow. why, and I don't mean to be mean. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I can know things, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll come back again. Uh. <laughs> Albert, I think I know the answer to this, but which cartoon character has the closest to your body type? Sonic. <laughs> spiky what kind of... Okay, that makes sense. All right. I was oh, going to well, say, like, what kind of body type does Sonic even have? What were going to think? I guess he's got a runner's body, right? Yeah. What were, what were you going to say? I was going to say Fat Albert, like your name. <laughs> wow, thanks. <laughs> And I guess I would have more of a Slimer type body. <laughs> I don't know if he, well, he was on the real Ghostbusters, so that does count. What do you think, Dana? I think it counts 100%. <laughs> How about the cartoon character for your body oh, type? Um, Velma, because he's got like a little bit of like, you know, Scooby-Doo. She's mm -hmm. got like a little bit of a Bob action and she's like very smart. People think she's lesbian. People think I'm lesbian. So, like, it works. I'm not. And are you a lesbian? No. I mean, 
everyone's a little bit gay. That's my thing. But that's for another time. (laughs) And have you memorized the alphabet yet? Oh, I have memorized it front and back. I can do it in reverse. I can do it all day, all night. What's so funny? Why are you laughing so hard? And I am used to slime. (laughs) Whoa! Now I don't want to answer this because this sounds weird. How about you, Albert? Have you memorized the alphabet? Well, I know all the letters. (laughs) Um, Have you put it to good use? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I write in writing class when I went to school. (laughs) Well... (laughs) I mean, there's letters in the in the the elements, right? The table of elements. That's it. (laughs) That's a good point. You mean the table of contents? No, (laughs) (laughs) that too. But but the periodic table of elements. You know, it's got all those letters on for the chemical. Oh, those letters. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what we were talking about Mm -hmm. the whole time. And uh, I'm scared. Folks, he did not make it this part far in the podcast, (laughs) and I've I felt. I, I thought it was a kind of a blessing in disguise that he didn't get there uh, based on some of the content oh, of this episode. Um, but so he does not I, get what we're talking about. I was going to listen to it to see what the <laughs> questions were about, but never mind. Yeah, maybe not. Um, that's <laughs> Dana, could you go back to your accountant af- after having sex with them? <laughs> okay. I mean, been there, done that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say it was the best experience, but wasn't the worst. So, yes. I can, I will, I have, and I will again. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that experience, having that, did did they do a better job uh, as your accountant or worse? Uh, definitely better because they knew like what they could get in the future if they, you know, followed the right path, you know, and they like really helped me out. And they also knew what they would be losing if they really screwed me over. So, yeah. How about you, Albert? (laughs) (laughs) I pay my own money. What's that? I'm I'm in control of my own money. Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> so, so smart. still answer the question. I'm a virgin. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Um, no more of these questions. What? No more of these questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Albert, who gets the pro version this week? What? <laughs> who gets the pro version of Podcasts are Wonderful this week? What does pro mean? What do you mean by pro? Oh my God. You've listened to the Hollywood Handbook before. Yeah. You know how at the end they do the thing where they're. Uh, who gets the pro version this week? And then they like give a little prize, in, supposedly, to like, someone. Oh, like pro means like, kind of like a prize. Yeah. Pro- so the name prize someone. of Count Podcasts are Wonderful. Yeah. Who gets the pro version this week? Um, Rebecca over there. <laughs> you, you there. Oh, Rebecca Balnez? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's great. Definitely. Um, so the pr- podcast prize this week the prize is, is Albert uh, is going to recite the alphabet for you. Please go ahead. Um, A, B, C, 
wait, because this joke earlier, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> okay. 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 Never mind. Never mind. Uh, okay. It's time for every guest's favorite feature that they request. <laughs> fan names. We're fan. Or- where we come up with the name that the podcasters have to call their fans from now on, uh, because there's lots of podcasts out there where they have a special name for their listeners. Uh, like on who charted, they call their listeners chartists or <laughs> on the WTF. They call them what the fuckers, what the fuck buddies, <laughs> what the fucker Ricans. Uh, so what would you say? Hayes and Sean should call their guests. Oh, uh, the, uh, not their guests, their listeners. The stealers, because they would steal the Hollywood handbook. Because it's like a handbook, it's a physical book. So maybe it could be thieves or bandits yeah. or something. Or the students. Students. Because it's like a handbook on a school. That's pretty good. What do you think, Rebecca? Um, I think. Oh no, not Rebecca. What do you oh. think, Dana? <laughs> uh, I think maybe skeletons because I like when they're scared. That's just me. <laughs> That's good. You need to remi- be reminded that fear is a very important part of life. Technically, I do think they call them Scoop Troop a lot. <laughs> so they may already have one. But if not, hmm. They should call them podcasters so that podcast fans can pretend that they have podcasts. Like, hey, podcasters. And it's like the fans don't necessarily have a podcast, but it makes them feel like they do. Like That's that. good. What the people decide. <laughs> Three likes for things. <laughs> they could call them starlets because they're going to be stars once they the follow all the the guides, the guidelines that Hazen like John laid out. I like that one. Um, well, I don't. I hate it. I just said it for no reason to make fun of you. <laughs> um, hey, why would that be making fun? I would like it if they called uh, the listeners sons. Sung. Yeah, oh. because I like to imagine that Hayes and Sean are my daddy. Oh, see, and, that would forward um, my my thinking of them, which is just like fan fiction all the time, <laughs> where they're boyfriends. Whoa! And, <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a professional for me to say, um, you know, because I'm a woman of the law, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I do imagine that they are in love and um, calling, yeah, sons and daughters would really do it for me. <laughs> that would, it would be like a little domestic peek into like our family lives together. <laughs> okay, what do you, what do you say? Albert, it's time to vote. Which one do you vote for? Stars. Stars. Dana, your vote. Definitely sons. Yeah, I'm going with sons and daughters. Yeah. That's the best. So that's I guess, I guess I'm Sean. banished. Yep, you're banished. You're out of this. He's and Sean, from now on, call your listeners sons and daughters. (laughs) And we will call you daddy every time you write into the popcorn gallery. And it's not even weird. I don't big daddy. Call one big daddy, one little daddy. Which one would be big daddy and which one would be little daddy, you think? (laughs) Because I definitely have have it in mind. Hayes has called himself Big Papa Sean. Or no, no, Sean has called himself Big Papa Sean. Or Hayes. I can't remember. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say Sean because ha- Big Papa Sean. Okay. Because so that is not. Sean is Big Daddy. Hayes is Little Daddy. <laughs> that's not in my mind. I had an immediate reaction to that. And it was that 
Sean would or Hayes would be Big Daddy Why? and Sean would be Little Daddy. What, what is your reasoning? <laughs> I have no reasoning. That's just what came into my mind. <laughs> That's just what came into my mind before she said that. <laughs> okay. I don't know if we should call them that, though. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they'll like that necessarily. But okay, so it's time for the final feature on Podcast for Wonderful ratings. Podcasts are wonderful. Mm. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> and on Podcasts are wonderful, we rate podcasts on a rating scale of 1 to 10. Where 1 is the worst and 10 is the best. However, rating a podcast less than an 8 is like saying to somebody, no way, you're never going to make it in this town, even if you listen to every word Hayes and Sean had to tell you, which would be terrible. Uh, so we rate things in the top of the scale, 8, 9, and 10. Uh, so Dana, what would you give Hollywood handbook episode 88 featuring Hayes Davenport, Sean Clements, Neil Campbell, and what the heck I'll throw Andrew Nye in there. I would rate it a 10. I love this episode. I love the science. I love one point they say, uh, don't landwalkers shouldn't fall in love with an eel. And like, I've had that experience <laughs> before. Mulder thought it was an alien, but it was really just an eel. So I really just connected to this episode. Um, so definitely a 10. That's a great score. Yes. I give it a 9. Albert, you didn't even listen to the whole thing. <laughs> just give it a 10. And trust me, you want to give it a 10. I want to give great. it a 9 of the parts I listened to. Because you were starting to make strange questions. <laughs> uh, making strange jokes. Well, I'm going to do okay. a nine from well, the Well, I was thinking about letting you out of the crawl space and to live in the oh, main oh, house. Oh, oh, ten, but, ten, ten, nine. Okay, thank you. Ten. Thanks. Uh, and Thanks. I... <laughs> Thanks, Rig. You're welcome. Love you. <laughs> thank you. I love you too, son. Uh, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> oh, yeah, you heard it here. Albert Einstein's son. <laughs> I didn't want to tell people, but it is true. <laughs> He went back in time and gave birth to me. Yep, I gave birth to him. I, I, I went back in time and gave birth to him. I was impregnated and I went back in time and gave birth to Albert Einstein. And that's beautiful. You know, that's so progressive. <laughs> wow. But anyway, I'm going to give this episode of Hollywood Handbook a 10 because it is a great episode. I did not realize that so much classic stuff was in this episode. First of all, the opening story, that part was really funny. And then, what do I hear? My little friend from England, Andrew Nye, in there. That was beautiful. And then Neil Campbell came in, and they did the the crazy TED Talk uh, With that podcast sick. idea. Uh, I had a question. Sick Owl City under track. Oh, of course, yes. That was amazing. Neil Campbell, isn't he like an actor? Kind, well, I don't know if you would have known him, but uh, like, he's, he he's like a... The co-writer of the Comedy Bang Bang TV show. Oh, cool. And uh, he's been on there a couple of times. I don't remember the characters he's been to name them for you to remember, but he's a good, funny guy. Anyway, like I was saying. (laughs) (laughs) So they did the TED Talk thing, which was super funny. I love the part where (laughs) Hayes, in the the story, Hayes had uh, 
Sean had a restraining order against Hayes and he busted into the studio to talk about soccer for a second. (laughs) That was so funny. And then at the end, (laughs) the the ending uh, advertisement was the big (laughs) pedophilia QuickBooks ad that got got the boys in trouble. And uh, I love that. This was uh, maybe one of the best episodes of uh, Hollywood Handbook. I'm an old guy. I'm 65 years old, so I like the old guys on the podcast. I love everybody knows. I love Sinbad. I love... uh, I love Dave Thomas. I love Jess McAllen, but uh, <laughs> that one's mean. I don't mean that. I didn't mean that as a slam. That was just a joke to throw in there. What did you uh, say? You like who? <laughs> Jess McAllen. <laughs> that was the last episode. Never mind. I don't want to explain everything. Shut up. I need to wind down. But this was an amazing episode, and it was a great choice that somebody in this room picked. And it might have been somebody that actually listened to the entire thing, but I'm not Definitely going to name Definitely Albert names. Einstein. So about that, <laughs> those uh, gears. Uh-huh. I looked into my belly button, and there is some. <laughs> you have gears in your belly button. Yeah. So I'm a doctor. I could check that out for you. Okay. Well, let's do this after the podcast, guys, because <laughs> it's time to wrap it up. Thank you so much for being on the show, Dana Scully. Thanks for having me. I had so much fun. I'm glad. And thank you for being on the show, Albert. And I guess you get to move into the main house. Yeah! <laughs> and thank you for listening, folks. Talk to you next wait, time. Wait, wait, wait. Are we going to do something weird like we usually do? No, nah, we don't have to do that All every right. week. <laughs> <laughs>